Today on the Minnesota Sports Insider Podcast, we're going to be talking about a couple things wide-ranging from the Wild to the Timberwolves to the Twins, some quick hitters, and then we invite Skylar as a guest early on to talk about some Minnesota sports. Here we go. Leading off, Skylar, how's it going today, and uh, any uh, interesting activities you have planned in the next month? Hello, everyone. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know about my activities. I will graduate college and then just uh, go from there, so that's pretty exciting. Cool. Cool, yeah. Graduating college, and uh, I know you are trying to figure out a way to get over to China eventually. Um, So good luck there, and we'll see your future endeavors hopefully pan out for you. So uh, let's get into some of the sports here. We are talking, we're going to first talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves. There's been some uh, leaked rumors um, that we are very interested in Danilo Gallinari currently playing for the Hawks making 22 million or 21 million a year um across for two more years um is you know where where so let's try to spin this to a positive side before we hit on the realistic how we believe how could this be a positive addition if and we do actually acquire Danilo Gallinari and so, you know, why would that be positive, and uh, what player do you think would be reasonable to trade for Gallinari? Well, I mean, Gallinari is a deadly shooter. We all know that he can space the floor in our offense, so, I mean, that would be great. Um, it probably wouldn't take a whole lot to get him since he's pretty old. I don't know how old he is, 35-ish, that's a guess, but uh, he's old. So I would assume we wouldn't have to give up all that much. And then I was looking at his contract a little bit, and I'm pretty sure that in the upcoming season, he has two more years on his contract. Uh, the upcoming season is like $20 million or something like that. And then I thought I saw that the next season we can buy him out for like $5 million. or And so, I mean, it's only a one-year rental technically. So right. it wouldn't strap us all too badly in that sense so i mean there are some goods but ultimately i don't think it would be great because he is old and doesn't fit our timeline doesn't play any defense and he costs 20 million dollars i think we can spend it elsewhere yeah so um rubio is a a guy yeah making about 18 million this year um danilo's 21 something like that right um this year so about you're taking three million on so you know almost a wash um if i think if you you have to check all the boxes if you want to if you do go get calinari that must mean that at least if i was being a gm that i tried to trade rubio in a bigger trade to get maybe a simmons or a you know like one turner and maybe those teams don't want rubio at all or maybe you contact toronto like hey could you be a 13 to facilitate this trade and they're like, we don't want Rubio. This it's a joke kind of thing. So maybe if no teams are actually interested in Rubio at all, that for players that we want, maybe it's not a bad idea. Like that would probably be a win. Maybe you know, like would you rather have Rubio on this team or Gallinari for three million more? I would probably lean to Gallinari because he can shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, just because Rubio's defense isn't effective enough for me. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, that's just an interesting thing to ponder. And I will say that. Um, even if we if we did flip, because the Hawks reported saying they want a backup point guard now that they traded Rondo to get Lou. Um, 
and now they don't have a true backup point guard. So Rubio could fit in there. Um, they are a team that's ready to win now. They went deep. Um, so we'll see what happens. But um, you could always flip if you got Gallinari, the Wolves, for something in a bigger package, like Beasley, Gallinari, and a first-round pick, right? Like, that sounds maybe more enticing than Rubio and Beasley in a first-round pick. But I guess it depends who you are. So we'll go over to the Minnesota Vikings. The news today coming out that Rick Dennison um, getting basically fired by the NFL. Some people said reported the Vikings fired him. So technically we did, right? But it was more so the NFL going through their protocols. Um, any any lasting thoughts on on uh, losing Rick Dennison, what that could mean for the Vikings? Uh, first of all, it's, it really is, I think, a stunning, stunning thing that is happening that he had to step down because he wouldn't get the vaccine. I thought it would never come to that. Um, but what it means to the Vikings is um, we got a couple of new offense alignment in the draft this year, new offense alignment that don't know what, what it's like to play in the NFL and need leadership and guidance and now that we just fired our longtime uh offensive line coach it might be harder for those new rookies coming in to get the guidance they need get the coaching they need um so that would kind of suck um yeah and then like with rick dennison um how do you think uh the players and the Locker room, because we were talking about it before the show. Um, we were talking about, so coaches can get fired by the NFL that don't get vaxxed. But the players, and the, the Vikings have a couple players, Harrison Smith, um, Irv Smith, um, Adam Thielen, and Kirk Cousins, that the players that we know that are fairly big-name players have not gotten vaxxed. What do you think the players, or I guess if, if that's a tough question, what do you think about the players not being able to lose their jobs uh, if they don't get backs, but coaches do. Yeah, it's the NFL's being pretty inconsistent with their rules right now, and it it just really doesn't seem fair for players to be able to play, but coaches not being able to coach. And it really seems like, I mean, we all know that the NFL would lose probably billions of dollars if they made every unvaccinated player sit for the year. And we all know that fans don't care about coaches at all, um, at least the casual fans. So I think that's what the NFL is kind of thinking there. Um, It's there's it's just crazy. It's just yeah, like you were alluding to. There's just a serious discrepancy um, between the guidelines of what we like. Just it's just crazy how we are are saying that coaches can can't do this and then players can it just i think something has to be figured out there um because uh um if there's not i think there's going to be we saw deandre hopkins come out on social i think it was twitter i'm not sure if it was twitter uh the other day uh and and voicing his opinions and you know whether you agree with them or not the there is something to the point of there's not a line of consistency that you also talked about, and that has to be that has to be uh, figured out. Um, so we'll jump over to the Minnesota Wild, and you know we had the NHL draft tonight. It's it feels like it just happened fairly quick. We had one nine months ago. Um, I think it was in late October. Um, so we're we're really coming around here. Um, now this draft is interesting. 
Um, there's a lot less high-end talent in this draft. There's a lot of defensemen that are pretty good. Not the classic. There's not a McDavid. There's not a Crosby and so forth. So, you know, when I'm looking at this draft, the the, twi- the Wild, sorry, have two draft picks at 21 and 25. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see Will the Wild end up wanting to trade up or down or stay at their picks? We have five picks in the top 90 in the first three rounds. So we do have a lot of draft capital. We're looking for something to work uh, tonight that could help us in the future. Um, if I, as a fan, before we wrap up the show here in about a minute, I'm really looking for the Wild to get a player that can help us um, up front on, on some offense. I would say a, a forward would be nice and a goalie would also be nice. Um, now that we have Capo Kakinen back, I understand, but we don't have really anybody behind Kakinen and Talbot's turning 34. So I, I think getting a goalie, there's three goalies that I would love to have. The first one we're not getting him is Jesper Wallstedt. He'll probably go in the top 10. The second goalie is Sebastian Kosa. He'll probably go in the 15-ish range. Maybe he drops. If he drops, I take him. That's a special goalie. Um, and then you have another guy named Frederick Goudreau, and he's pretty good as well. So we'll see what happens. Some trades are being kind of leaked out. There was a Seth Jones trade to the Chicago Blackhawks that happened tonight. Um, I think that hurts the Blackhawks. Uh, it's a tough contract, and I'm not a big fan of Seth Jones. And uh, we'll see. Eichel been rumored to potentially go to the Vegas Golden Knights. That would be a very big shock um, in the Western Conference uh, platform. So uh, without too much going into other things, uh, we're going to wrap up the show. Thank you, Sky, for coming. Thanks for talking about some quick hitters. See ya.